Maybe we took the wrong trail and I won't have to go over the knife edge, I pleaded with myself for the thousandth time. My newfie friend Bob Healy and I were scrambling up the rocky east face of Mount Katahdin in mid-state Maine. The 40-mile-per-hour wind gusts amplified my near-paralyzing unease. An ever-increasing sense of dread constricted my chest, making each breath labored and shallow. My lungs felt as if truck transmissions were chained to each lobe. I was terrified. It was July 1992, and I had a four-year-old chiropractic practice, a three-year-old marriage, and a one-year-old son. I had been an endurance athlete since the age of 12 and a hiker since I could walk. With family and business constraints, I could get FWA, full wife approval, for one three-day backpacking trip per year. This was that trip, and I was hating it. Bob had driven south from Canada and I north from Rhode Island to climb Katahdin's Knife Edge together. The Knife Edge is one of the most famous hikes in the Northeast. Although only a smidge over a mile long, it is frightfully exposed, as the name implies. The elevated catwalk connects the two lesser summits, Pomola and Chimney, of Maine's highest point at 5,267 feet. The trail has huge drop-offs on either side. We were told by the 20-something park ranger we met on the climb that if a climber falls or is struck by lightning, his or her chance of survival is minuscule. I had come up a day before Bob and had in fact summited the mountain alone the previous day by the non-scary Hunt Trail. Hunt was part of the Appalachian Trail system, traditionally through hikers, as they are called, and their odyssey on Baxter Peak, the true summit of Mount Katahdin, the terminus of the 2,000-mile slog from Georgia to Maine. The knife-edge trip sounded like a great idea as I planned the excursion in the comfort of my sea-level living room. I had a secret I failed to disclose to the unsuspecting Bob. I was terrified of heights. I had taken one disastrous rock-climbing class with my buddy Dana Millar several years before. Twenty feet above the ground, I had become so gripped with fear that I was frozen to the rock. I couldn't go up, and I couldn't go down. Gradually, the instructor talked me into moving. I swore to never put myself in that miserable position again. I had mistakenly thought that the passage of years would somehow cure me of the dreaded grip. Alas, the overwhelming fear that had tethered my muscles and mind into stasis was alive and well. I hate this. I hate this. Why did I do this to myself again? I bemoaned silently. I almost had myself convinced that we were on the wrong path and I would be saved the embarrassment of admitting my weakness to Bob. After some hours, we crested a stony plateau, arrived at Pomola Peak and gazed for the first time at the edge. The route looked